Oh yeah, so uh, so Christmas is kind of in the air, right, Nolan? It's it's December. Um, the year kind of f- flew by. I mean, hey, I'm still thinking it's March over here, you know? Yeah, it's uh, it's been quite the quite the year, but you know, you can't stop Christmas. I always say that. Well, that's true. Um, you know, there's the that song "Taking Care of Business." Uh, what was "Taking Care of Christmas"? There is there is a song called "Taking Care of Christmas." <laughs> like the the people who made that song, I forget who it is, but they just like decided they wanted to make a Christmas version of it. Uh, I'll I'll find up the lyrics because they're really. They're really pretty good. Uh, that was the the business one was that was the tagline for Office Depot for a while, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, but, but that's like, not like an Office Depot original song. It's like a regular song, right? Yeah, it's, it's a song by Randy Bachman, um, I think. But yeah, that song was that song's very. I mean, it, it makes sense lyrically, I guess, because it's like, oh yeah, we're taking care of business. But what the fuck does taking care of Christmas mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, so How do you it's take a, care of it. Yeah, so some some choice lyrics here. It's that time of year again to get some paper and a pen and write your Christmas letter to Saint Nick. Send it to the North Pole to his workshop in the snow, and he'll put his elves to working on it quick. Uh, and then it says, tell Santa you've been good and you and done the things you should. And you're waiting for his visit Christmas Eve. If you're in bed by nine, you will get give him lots of time <laughs> to put some special toys under your tree. Uh, and then it says, and he'll be taking care of Christmas every day, taking care of Christmas in his sleigh, taking care of Christmas and every day. He only does it one day. Doesn't yeah, he? Right. That's what I'm saying. So it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but yeah, it goes on for a while. Um, but it's, it's seemingly from the perspective of Santa and how Santa is specifically taking care of Christmas. So uh, I guess the idea is that Santa, instead of listening to the song, taking care of business while he's doing his job, uh, he listens to this version. So. He just loops that the entire trip around the globe. Yeah, it's like a it was like a song made specifically for Santa Claus. So, yeah, there's not a lot of Christmas songs that are like f- f- from <laughs> Santa's perspective. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Uh, that's a weird song, but yeah, no. Today I I um uh decorated for Christmas. I bought a little uh, Christmas tree. I bought one for twenty dollars at Walmart, and it it's kind of skinny and stuff but you know i I made it work threw some lights on that thing put some ornaments on the tree you know it's starting it's starting to feel like christmas around here wow sounds like you're taking care of christmas honestly i i really am i got my my shopping done today i'm christmas is a big huge check mark done uh now it just has the day has to come you know what i'm saying that's then that's what we're all waiting for yeah we're all counting it down uh yeah. Every morning I check the calendar and I say, wait, is it Christmas today? No, <laughs> not yet. You do that. You never know. You never know when Christmas will strike. Yeah, it's um yeah, you're, you'll never you'll never know the hour or the day. That's what Jesus said uh, uh about Christmas specifically. <laughs> yeah, you wake up every day of the year and you're like, Oh, is it Christmas today? And you're then you check it, and you're like, Oh no, it doesn't look like it. There should be like an app for that. There probably is. Is it Christmas <laughs> today? I I think i thought we did something like that on our on the show where we found an app called uh is is it christmas yet maybe it was just a website well we had the halloween app oh yeah that 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 is what i'm thinking because that's the one that tells you if it's halloween and nobody quite knew when halloween was (laughs) like he was like well this says it's 21 days this says 29 days no way to know well maybe maybe christmas is just as elusive and that's why an app doesn't exist for it yet yeah, they don't have the technology yet. You think maybe with 5G they could get something together. <laughs> well, you know, 5G is a pretty new technology. So I, I'd i say let's give them some time with that. And hopefully, you know, sometime in the, maybe in the next 15 years, we'll get a Christmas app to tell us when it's Christmas. Yeah. What about a guy who like has so little understanding of technology? He just like, at, but he has seen 5G commercials and he asks for 5G for Christmas. <laughs> He's just like I just want a box of of five G for yeah, Christmas. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, there. He's like he's he's got like his Christmas list. It says five G at the very top. Yeah, and then the second thing is Internet of Things. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, but yeah, you know, it's 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 the time. It's the spirit of the season, you know. Um, and let me tell you, I I went to Walmart today and it was insane. Uh, 
the the Christmas section had like so many friggin' people there. Thankfully, all of them were wearing masks. I didn't see anybody not. Um, but I was like, get out of my fucking way. I just want to get a Christmas tree and get out of this absolute hellhole. So that's kind of what's the Christmas season for you. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, but yeah, uh, I was going to say something else and I don't remember. Did you have a pretty good day, Nolan? Um, yeah, it was it was awesome. Yeah. Did you actually the I watched the Bears game. It was really bad. They were winning the whole time and then they blew it at the end. It pissed me off. Who were they playing? Uh, the Lions. Mm, well, I mean, I've heard the Lions are really not good this year, too. So I haven't been really keeping up too much with football. But um, I think they fired their GM and their coach. So, uh, yeah, it really sucked. I thought the Bears were going to pull it off. And then it, they kind of fumbled like in like right by their own end zone. And it all kind of went to shit after that. Yeah. Well, you know, this one, this one's uh, in memory of the Bears is 2020 season. So, uh Big shout out to the Bears. Shout out to the Bears. Thank you for all you've done. Yeah. Um, okay, so Nolan, I noticed on our movie corner we got a little bit of an unconventional uh, movie going on this week. Yeah, a bit of an unexpected twist this week. Yeah, we're talking about Kangaroo Jack. Um, and this has been a recent obsession with you, Nolan, and I we, I know we talked for a little bit about it yesterday, too. <laughs> Uh, do you want to give a little background on what Kangaroo Jack is? Uh, well, I think we, I assume everyone remembers when it was the hot movie of 2003. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's, uh, very, it's a bad movie. I think it has like an 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's right. Yeah. Um, and it also won the award for, was it funniest movie fart? Uh, yeah. The kids choice awards. Yeah. Yeah. That was the only only award it's ever the only won. award that it took home was best fart in a movie yeah. which should be upgraded i should have that at the oscars yeah I, I don't know why they don't i feel like that's a pretty important like cinematic uh achievement to, to make there so um, they could have a little button on the base of the trophy you press it and the oscar guy fart, like lets out a fart noise yeah that'd be really funny and maybe he's like bent over a little bit like he's fart, like he's like kind of mm-hmm. letting it all out you know what i'm saying so yeah absolutely uh yeah uh no so there was a lot of pretty cool things about kangaroo jack um a lot of the critics were complaining about false advertising because i guess the kangaroo's only in it for like 10 minutes um yeah you were telling me it was originally like a different kind of a movie like a a movie for adults and then at the last minute they were like let's throw a kangaroo in and make it a kid's movie yeah so so i i found the little blurb that i was reading last night it said initially the film was titled down and under and was shot as an r-rated mob comedy in the style of midnight run uh the film was shot in australia in august 2001 and originally included cursing sex and violence and only, <laughs> and only one scene with a kangaroo. However, when the film's producers saw the first rough cut, they realized that it wasn't working as expected. Inspired by positive response to the kangaroo scene in early test screenings, as well as the marketing campaign behind the recently released Snow Dogs, the print- <laughs> they're like, okay, so an animal movie did good and the kangaroos do good. It's like the production shifted the marketing focus away from that of dark mafia comedy to that of a family friendly animal picture. Uh, extensive new footage that replaced the animatronic kangaroo with a, C- a new CGI one that wrapped was shot. and the film edited down to a pg rated family animal comedy (laughs) even though adam garcia voiced kangaroo jack he was not credited for the role so he's not credited they didn't even credit the main character (laughs) well that's the thing he's not really the main character it was Mm -hmm. like uh i think anthony anderson was the main character in this movie um, yeah, you can. There's a YouTube video that's called like Kangaroo Jack All Kangaroo Scenes, and I think it's like five minutes long. <laughs> yeah, there's not a whole lot of Kangaroo Jack in here. And uh, for like, I feel like the majority of the film, like main characters refer to him as Jackie Legs and not Kangaroo Jack. Right. So, I yeah, I'm not not too sure. Um, Oh, yeah. At the end of the movie, Kangaroo Jack breaks the fourth wall, explaining why the film should end with him and closes it with his version of Porky Pig's famous catchphrase. That's all. But he says blokes instead of folks. 
Wow, that's great. That would have been worth sticking around for, you know? <laughs> You'd walk out of the theater with a smile on your face if you heard a line like that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'd be like, oh, this is this is pretty cool. Um, yeah. But, yeah, the kangaroo does have a rap scene in there, too, which is pretty cool. And uh, it was a it was a it made a pretty good money. It made eighty nine eight like eighty eight point nine million dollars. So uh, there you go. That's kangaroo. That's a little synopsis of kangaroo Jack. I think this kind of stemmed from that reaction videos thumbnail that you found Nolan with the guy like making a super incredulous face. The, it was the nostalgia critic. That yeah. was the nostalgia critic. Yeah, oh <laughs> he was. God. He did a watch through of Kangaroo Jack, and he kind of did the epic face. Yeah, he did a a very very awesome version of the epic epic face. Um, I also really like that there was an animated sequel called Kangaroo Jack Good Day USA, uh, that came out on video in two thousand four. Yeah, direct. That was a direct to video. Yeah, it sure was. Um, kind of like there it's it was kind of the predecessor to good morning usa by american dad so yes exactly yeah um so so some reviews of this movie this this classic film you want to start off here with the uh, ira chiming in yeah ira says uh four stars good movie <laughs> it was well done and very funny in the extras they show how they got the kangaroo into the movie Spoiler, there is no real kangaroo anywhere in the movie. <laughs> That's the... <laughs> he, this guy, like, thinks the extras are, like, the extras to the plot. And he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, it actually turns out that the kangaroo doesn't even exist. So Yeah, that's that's the twist of the movie <laughs> is that it's a CGI kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't... I really... That's the, the big reveal of the movie is when they, like, show that they made it in, like... Uh, like on the computer like, like sony sony uh fucking whatever the, the shit, after effects is that what it is 3ds max or something yeah. I don't know <laughs> what they would have used in 2003 but yeah. they're like yeah at the end of the movie you find out it was all a drawing and there was just green screens everywhere it was it was, yeah. it, it was a lot like uh uh the fucking what the fuck is that the jim carrey movie with him his life is in shambles the something show the Truman, Truman Show. Truman Show, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it turns out it's like that. It's like the Truman Show. The Truman Show, but with a kangaroo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll take the next one. This one's from B. Scott. This is one star, Kangaroo Bad. Uh, and it says, a disgrace to America cinema. The very fact that the kangaroo wears sunglasses discredits the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> me i don't know (laughs) oh my gosh i think a big plot point of the movie is when kangaroo jack steals one of the main characters hoodies and that's why he's wearing a brooklyn hoodie in the the movie cover or whatever yeah i think that there i think like the his money is in the hoodie or something yeah they have to chase him and get the money back yeah and, and then, I don't know how the sunglasses figure. Did, did the did he already have the sunglasses or does he? Well, still I don't think he wears well. the sunglasses in the movie. Maybe it's just like in that CGI flashback when he's rapping that he wears the. Kangaroo. That's just like on the DVD cover. Or yeah, something. yeah, or something like that. Let me take the next what, one, uh, Nolan. Yeah, it's from Thomas A. Brady who says uh, one star phony kangaroo. Uh, none of this happened. <laughs> 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 that kangaroo wasn't real. I believed it until the dream part where the kangaroo talks. Kangaroos can't talk. This is a, no one's no one's pulling a fast one on Thomas Brady anytime soon. This guy's sharp as a tack. He's like, <laughs> he's like, fuck, man. This movie's not real. That kangaroo talked. What the hell? So I, I guess he hasn't gotten to the part in the the extras that says that the kangaroo is CGI yet. He didn't get to the big twist. Yeah, I like that it, it took the kangaroo talking. For for him to deduce that none of this happened. <laughs> if the kangaroo hadn't talked, he would have thought it was a documentary. Yeah, like a documentary where I'm pretty sure there's a scene where one of the main characters has a uh, like fart competition with a camel. So yeah, well, he also he acknowledges that it's a dream part, so it could have really yeah, happened how would, if that was a dream. Yeah, also, but like, how would they have cameras in the dream? I, that that would be what tips me off. This isn't real. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, so I don't know. I just, I yeah, I like that this person's like, mm, this shit's not real. Also, like, 
This was reviewed in 2013. I can't imagine the CGI for the kangaroo looks very realistic and like modern standards. So uh, getting tricked up until you saw the kangaroo talk seems pretty ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was advanced. It was some of the most advanced technology. I, you're big. You're, you very well could be right. When it I don't came know. out in 2003, everyone said this is 10 years ahead of its time. <laughs> They're like, yeah, people 10 years from now are going to be thinking this is a real kangaroo until they see it talk. Yeah. 20 years from now, though. I don't know. About yeah. That. Now that I'm looking at it. I'm like, yeah, this isn't real. Are you kidding me? You're trying to tell me that this was a real thing. Um, do you want to take, take the next review? Yeah, this from Sophia uh, Hernandez on, on Google. This is a five-star. Uh, besides the impact Kangaroo Jack 2003 made by being the first movie to ever exist, <laughs> what is not only is this content the best thing to ever happen to humans, but it also paved the path for other more inferior and semi-obscure movies such as Pulp Fiction and Avengers Infinity War, which would never have existed without Kangaroo Jack 2003, inspiring so many indie filmmakers to try their hand at the craft. (laughs) Kangaroo Jack 2003 is a cinematic masterpiece from the mind of director David McNally. I have yet to find a film that could even compare to the artistry that was displayed in this 99 minute work of art. It's actually 89 minutes. Oh, fact check. At this this point, that was the first thing that was factually incorrect about this review. Uh, At this point, I truly doubt I will. I often find myself wishing I could go back to Friday, January 17th, 2003, the Kangaroo Jack 2003 release date. Just and, so I could experience the feeling of watching true cinema again for the first time. <laughs> it, it isn't every day you get to make history and have a massive global impact. So Sophia really speaks highly of Kangaroo Jack. The, also seemingly the first movie ever made. So uh, very cool. Very good review from Sophia. <laughs> yeah, it, it inspired Pulp Fiction apparently. Yeah, and it definitely Avengers. didn't come out like nine years earlier. <laughs> yeah uh i mean sophia lives her life uh uh atemporally so it doesn't really matter when stuff came out and when it didn't true yeah yeah uh the next review comes from gene atkinson that says five stars gotta love kangaroo jack actually she spelled it cargaroo jack It says, if you love animal comedies, then you definitely would love Kangaroo Jack. So if you don't, if you like mob movies, look somewhere else, since that's what this was going to be originally. Mm -hmm. This is so funny that it will bring tears to your eyes. I used to have this movie on VHS and for a long time was trying to find this movie on DVD. This movie is so hard to find that I thought I would never find it until I searched and bought it right here on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. K- Kangaroo Jack is is a movie that's known for being hard to find. Yeah, it's a movie that's apparently very elusive to find on DVD, despite the fact that DVDs had been like a pretty commonplace media format for like two years. <laughs> yeah, this- it was actually... Um- it was actually considered a lost film for a while until yeah. they, they found that you could actually get a copy on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People then recently discovered that you can search Amazon in 2014 to buy a copy of kangaroo Jack on DVD. Mm-hmm. It was a big discovery. It made headlines. Yeah. People everywhere were talking about it on the news, on the web, you name it. Uh, you want to take the next one, Nolan? Yes. Yeah, from Caroline. Uh, we Otter. We, we something like that. Yeah, something uh, like that. Five stars. I cried at the end. I cried every time at the end. I'll take <laughs> this to the grave. What is she taking to the grave? <laughs> the DVD copy. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay. C- could also have been a one star review. I yeah, like I don't really understand way. if it's if that's good or bad, but because okay, the I'll take this to the grave seems very yeah dramatic. They're probably crying at the at the line. That's all, blokes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, it's just overwhelmingly clever. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it. It was so funny that it brought her to tears. So that's right. Um, 
This next review comes from 206-336043 at deleted. And I think that's their I think that's their social security number. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> uh and it's three stars and it was left on July 4th, 2008. And uh it says Kangaroo Jack. I bought this movie for my children. It's an okay movie. But for a movie like this, which is overall made for children, they really shouldn't have scenes of people trying to hurt each other. That's not teaching kids very well. However, it shows two friends trying to help each other, uh, trying to help each other out. So that's the good thing about it. So I don't really understand. He's kind of diving into the morality of the film, being like, yeah, people shouldn't be hurting each other on a kid's film. But they should be helping each other, so it kind of shows both sides. <laughs> yeah. It shows my kids that sometimes people try to hurt you, but if you try to help your friends, that's good, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, 206-336043, at deleted, has some pretty high standards for morality in films. That's right. Do you think they ever do... This is just an aside. Do they ever... Are there any jokes about, like, the kangaroo's, like, pouch? Um, I, you know, I'm going to guess there's probably at least one, but, uh, I, I'm going to, hold on. I'm just going to type in kangaroo Jack quotes and see what we get. Kangaroo. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like that's like a distinct, that's kind of the like distinguishing thing about kangaroos. You feel like they would kind of work that into the plot somehow. Yeah. Okay. So here's some kangaroo Jack quotes. I put the money in the jacket and the jacket on the kangaroo and now he hopping away. Uh, I'm not seeing anything. Some quotes are just "woo" and "drink this." Um, yeah, well, I suppose it should be noted that I think that's only it's only the the female kangaroo that has a pouch, so that would probably explain. Oh yeah, that is true. Is that true? I looked it up, and apparently it is true. Hmm. One of the quotes in this list of quotes is just "no." So <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> apparently, there's not a whole lot of memorable quotes one from lewis booker that says jackie legs uh i'm not it's a good quote still not seeing any f- that have to do with the pouch though oh they yeah, say well, that's the, why i guess because he's a male kangaroo he has to wear the jacket because it's got pockets they say the r word in this movie so wow that should be at least that should be rated r rated <laughs> yeah that's true um yeah i don't see any about the about the about a pouch though so i also saw a review i didn't pick this but i saw a review that said apparently they they make fun of someone with epilepsy in the film <laughs> which doesn't seem doesn't seem very cool yeah that's kind of weird uh kangaroo jack uh, officially canceled that's my that's what i gotta say yeah you might uh, you might be right yeah um, um do you want to take the next review from austin now <laughs> yeah it's from austin now who's like um um they live in austin texas right now (laughs) and uh i think it's from bestbuy.com and it says two stars road trip fun okay and this was posted 12 years ago just to kind of get yourself (laughs) in the mindset uh when this movie was released it was actually the top grossing movie at the box office that week okay so huge accomplishment right there awesome (laughs) it came out in january (laughs) Yeah, it probably was for one week, and then the the word got out that there's only five minutes of kangaroo. Yeah, and it took a took a tumble. Yep. Um, a tale of a kangaroo and two friends on a crazy Australian outback adventure. That's a little. I feel like that's misleading. It makes it sound like they're the. It's the kangaroo's friends. Yeah, it's yeah. But I don't think they're friends with the kangaroo. No, yeah, it's they're. In fact, I feel like they're enemies with the kangaroo because they. He they put the money in the hoodie and the hoodie on the kangaroo and he hopping away. So and doesn't he like kick him in the face or something? I think so. I think they get hurt a couple of times from the thing. And I think Steve Buscemi's in the movie too. So is, wait, is he really? Yeah, I think he is. <laughs> Damn, that's cool. Yeah. Um, Austin now continues. Uh, this movie is fun for kids on road trips <laughs> with portable private viewing DVD players. <laughs> <laughs> However. I won't want to pop it in for a Friday night family movie. Uh, an hour and a half of a hip ho- hip hoping kangaroo might be a little much for me. What does that mean? 
Well, well there's not an hour and a half of the hip hop in Kangaroo. There's five minutes. Yeah, it's yeah, mostly um two guys making fart jokes and pooping on each other or something like that. So yeah, the, I watched the trailer. Yeah, and they edited the trail the way the trailer is edited. They really try to make it look like there's a lot of kangaroo, but you can tell that every time that it shows the like the kangaroo with with uh, with the guys, mm. it's always the same scene that they keep cutting back <laughs> to, <laughs> where they're like in the outback or whatever, and they're like they see it and they're like, oh, it's the kangaroo. Yeah, it's like it just the trailer seems to make it very clear that there's like only one interaction between them. <laughs> at, very, at the very least, one major interaction. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh man. Okay, so we got the next one from uh Hipkins4802. Uh, and they give it five stars and say Kangaroo Jack is very funny, and everyone should watch this to see what happens with the kangaroo. This hmm. th- <laughs> Jesus This movie is so funny. Can you just think about a kangaroo beating someone up? It's a show for the whole family. I have tried to find this movie for a long time. It is worth the money I have spent on it. I would have I would have paid more for it. <laughs> That's the highest praise you can possibly give. <laughs> like, damn, this was too cheap. <laughs> if it was like $10 more, I'd still buy it. Yeah, going up to the counter at Best Buy, being like, "Can I, can I pay extra for this?" Or is this really all you guys want for it? Dang, I would have paid like ninety bucks. Yeah, they should have like a tipping system for for movies where you can tip the <laughs> studio. <laughs> yeah, that would be really awesome. Okay, well that's um, Kangaroo Jack. We'll be back to our normal scheduled uh, Oscar winners uh, next week with My Fair Lady. So, look forward to that. Yeah, check it out. I think that's a Kangaroo Jack prequel, actually. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, basically every movie is. Uh, like, there's a whole cinematic universe of all Kangaroo Jack, and uh, it includes every single movie ever made. Yeah, honestly, they could probably get a lot of mileage out of just giving the Kangaroo Jack treatment to, like, every, like, movie. Like, just edit him in there for a few minutes and put it re-release it as, like, Kangaroo Jack <laughs> yeah, Presents or something. Kangaroo Jack 2, and it's just, like, a re- like re-edited, so it's, like, PG version of, like, Django Unchained or something like that. Uh, but they put a kangaroo in it for, like, a couple of minutes. So. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, Blade Runner might be cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty <laughs> cool. Just a new, a new cut of Blade Runner. I mean, who, who cares? Who cares, man? There's already, like, Blade Runner the kangaroo jack cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do that with... All the film buffs are like, this is the definitive version you need to watch. <laughs> hey, you have to watch the kangaroo jack cut. You also, <laughs> uh, like, uh, DC fans are, are clamoring for the kangaroo jack cut of Justice League. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I'm excited to see all these brand new films. Uh, okay. So now we're moving on to, um, Google reviews and, uh, you've picked out a couple of bingo places here, Nolan. Did you just kind of go on a bingo kick? <laughs> yeah. I kind of had bingo on the brain. I don't really know why. <laughs> you had bingo brain. Okay. Well, um, if, uh, for our listeners who aren't familiar with bingo, it's a game of chance where, wherein a announcer has a, a bunch of balls and randomly selects one. And then on your sheet, you have a corresponding number and letter that goes with it. So, and if you get five, five in a row, oh, it's yeah, really five, I think to win, you get the bingo. Yeah. To win, you have to get five in a row. So, um, so we're at superior bingo in Lincoln, Nebraska. It's named that not because it's the more superior, superior bingo place, but because it is on superior street. Uh, uh, so we're starting with Ethel Austin. You want to check check out their review, Nolan? Yeah, Ethel's a local guide, so they do kind of know what they're talking about. Yeah. And they say one star. Same people win all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ethel- so that made me really wonder. I guess I've never actually been to like a bingo night, but what? How could how could that happen? <laughs> I. You know, I don't know. I've only I've done I've gone to a bingo night once, and it was at like a brewery. And I didn't fucking win, but like a th- a bunch of people win like the whole night, you know. My impression of it is that it's completely random. Is there some skill based element no, to bingo that I don't understand? The skill is buy more sheets. Like that's all you have to do. So I guess if the so is that what happens? Is this is the rich just keep getting richer? I mean, pretty much because basically you just have more chances to win. So if you're like, mm. if you walk in, you're like, yeah, give me ten bingo sheets. You're gonna have a higher chance of winning on one of them than somebody who just buys one, you know. 
So, yeah. So maybe that's what she's talking about, or maybe she just doesn't understand that concept. And she's just like, why do these, why do the same freaking people who come in and buy 50 like sheets win every single time? So, yeah. Well, and then you can use your bingo winnings to buy more bingo sheets. So it really is a rigged system. Exactly. It's just, it's a multiplicative thing. And, you know, I guess you could at the, at the very small chance of, you know, a one sheeter winning that could open the door to you becoming a multi-sheet bingo player. And there you go. But yeah, well, how I don't I don't know if I can do the math here, but right now off the top of my head, but like if you got enough bingo sheets, you could get every possible bingo sheet. Yeah, I yeah, no, that's definitely a possibility. So at a, at a certain point, your wealth like like hits a plateau where you'll just buy a, as many sheets so that you have every possible victory and you just win every single time. So mm-hmm. that's what that's what's happening in the in the bingo industry. these days. <laughs> They got a big problem over there. Big, big bingo. So big bingo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! The next review comes from Jay Satch, and Jay Satch says two stars never win. So Jay Satch is apparently not somebody who's figured out the key to winning bingo, which is buy more sheets. So yeah, or I mean that's a warning to prospective yeah. players that you should never <laughs> win because it's so addictive. Never win, or else you'll keep coming back and buying more and more bingo sheets each time. <laughs> Yeah, and that's just you know you you don't know where to put them. The table's not big enough. Yeah, you're you start having like, uh, you start getting imposter syndrome because you keep winning all the time, and you're like, oh, I'm not good enough to be winning. Uh, you keep having like like uh, panic attacks in your bed and stuff. It's fun. Once you become a winner, there's no looking back, and it's really bad. Yeah, it's a scary road. Yeah. Uh, do you want to read Pauline Clark's review? Yeah, Pauline's a local guy. Actually, everybody we've read so far has been a oh, local yeah. guide. So it's kind of a kind of a local place. Uh, Pauline says uh, two stars need better management. Someone in control. <laughs> what does that mean? So, it's completely out of control at Superior Bingo. Yeah, like, I, I mean, uh, what I'm imagining this place is just like an empty room with like big lunch lunchroom table chairs or tables, you know, mm-hmm. like the big long ones. Mm hmm. Uh, with just like some folding chairs around them and then maybe like a, a pretty makeshift stage where somebody has like a boom box and a microphone. So I don't know why you would need better management for that. But yeah, well, maybe it's so out of control. People are just like are just putting the tiles wherever they want. They're not even following the. Oh, OK. They're, or they're just like maybe some people aren't even sitting at the table. Other people like don't have sheets, but they keep yelling bingo. Yeah, maybe people are just yelling bingo <laughs> constantly. <laughs> So you can't tell who's the real bingo yeah. and who's just yelling bingo. Every, everyone keeps lying about who won bingo. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. You know that could actually be a problem if you're if you're playing bingo, you can't say like if you accidentally say like I love bingo or something yeah. just offhand, someone will think you're calling bingo. Yeah, and then you can get disqualified. It's like the secret word, yeah. Yeah, it's like, all right, you, you won? And you're like, uh no. He's like, Well, you said bingo, so let's see your let's see your sheet. Oh, you and then you get banned for life from bingo for lying about having a bingo. Yeah, or maybe you're trying to remember what the Microsoft search engine is called and you're thinking <laughs> and you're like, oh Bing, oh. <laughs> and so that would like that could that could also be a problem. Yeah, I, I hate when I'm trying to remember what the name of the Microsoft search engine is. It's not it's not it's not Windows Live Search. That's uh, what it used to be. Oh, uh, it's not oh man, it's not MSN Go. MSN. Yeah. Oh, what was it? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, we got uh, Ronaldo Garza up next, and they give it five stars. And they said, I will walk right in. And then before me is the great bingo ball machine. I go rub that thing for gold, for goid luck. My, <laughs> my girl said, Hun, you rub me like that, you might have good luck. And then like a couple of emojis, like one with sunglasses, a winky, and then a kissy one. Mm-hmm. And then it says great food and people, good old boys and girls from just a big little town. Go try your hunch. Come out a thousand dollars winner. So, not, not, not particularly sure what this guy's on, but it sounds great. It sounds like he's having an awesome time. Good old boys and girls from just a big little town. 
I don't know what go try your hunch means because once again, bingo is completely random. So I don't, I don't really understand. Yeah. A thousand dollars is pretty good. Though. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, if, if that's what it takes to win, I'll go and play a little bingo for a thousand bucks. Or I'm actually kind of surprised it's that much. Yeah. Wow. No, I would have expected it to be something like bingo at, at like my elementary school where you get candy if you win. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay um you stood on here to check his mcdonald's review yeah i don't i remember it was a good one let me see uh okay it's right here you, you can read it if you want it yeah this is for a, for a mcdonald's in salina kansas mm -hmm. is and it's five stars um <laughs> it's great to walk into a eating establishment and get that delicate feel-good feeling of something good is about to be tasted <laughs> You know why. That fresh first smile and hello, well, well-ome, supposed to be welcome, uh, makes a stranger feel downright country. City coming home to mama's table and her angelic food. Yes, sir, five star all day. Oh my God, this guy's like... <laughs> <laughs> I love getting that delicate feel-good feeling of something good is about to be tasted. Yeah, I think I know that feeling. Oh my god, dude. This dude's on some shit, and it's great. I wish that I was in, had this guy's mindset. Yeah, I wish I could, I could, yeah, like, write that romantically about McDonald's and bingo. Well, hold on. This one from Hardee's is ridiculous, too. Oh, yeah? Five stars. It says, A-U, Mick. Yeah, you. That's not a slur for Irish people. It's a that's a name for a person that he's going with. It's like, yeah, you. Today is your lucky day. What is it about Greece that attracts you to you? And then in parentheses it says McDonald's. I just had the most flavorful one third pound burger with all the fresh trimmings at you bet Hardee's. And Hardy is an understatement. It, <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, it. It felt good. I mean, this burger awoke all the taste buds and senses and jumpstart my heart. Like, it'd be saying, finally, a good a, a good rounded burger and it's not the Mick or it's is it Mickey D's? Um, now, Hardy's Folks Burger for you, Buck. Oh, my God. Now, Hardy's Folks Burger for your Buck and Longevity. Staff is great. Place spotless. Sincerely yours, Chief. <laughs> that was insanely hard to read. Like, I can't, I can't even demonstrate how difficult that shit was. It's just like the spacing is really strange. And like his use of like, like uh, the punctuation is like insane, uh, very sporadic. I don't, ugh. it's, it's weird. He's a bit of weird way of writing. And it seems like this review is just, him complaining that McDonald's isn't as good as Hardee's. Yeah, I was trying. I wish it would go into more detail and we could see which one came first. They're both left a year ago. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to know if maybe he thought McDonald's was like the peak of eating experience. And, and then he found Hardee's and it just blew him away. So he's like, holy shit, Hardee, that's an understatement. <laughs> yeah, that was a good, that was a good pun. That's pretty good. I like, he's, I like he says a good rounded burger. So he's not a fan of like the Wendy's. Ones. Yeah, he doesn't like, he doesn't like Dave's doubles because those are square. Um, yeah, or maybe he does like those, but he just, he, 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 he's, he finally found a round one that's just as good. Yeah. Um, I also like that he, he signs his review chief on this one. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. Because he signs a lot of them I'm looking at now. Um, this one he signed with RG, and the other one he said Ronaldo Garza. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this, is, this guy's got a very upbeat uh, pep to his step, I would say. Yeah, he's, I like his attitude. He seems cool. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on to Bronxdale Bingo. So, yes, yeah, so we got another bingo place. <laughs> Yeah, this one's, I would imagine, in the Bronx. Yeah, okay. It is, yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't know if it was just named after the Bronx, because we've definitely seen shit like that before. Yeah, no, this is really in uh, the the Bronx itself. Yeah. Right across the across from uh, the Bronx Zoo. And Brady Playground, so. Where's the Bronx Zoo? Check out. Oh, it's over there. Bingo. 
Yeah, so if you want to go to Bingo in New York City, this is the place to go. This is the place. Yeah. Uh, do you want to start us off with Catherine Robinson's review? Yeah, yeah. Catherine says uh, a, a one star. And this is in all caps. It relaxes me, then it upsets me when the workers play and always win regular games <laughs> and the jackpot. And I have been coming for a long time, so it's very upsetting when this happens and their shortness of computers, the same people wins at Bronxdale. <laughs> An inspector should come and sit through some of the games. I'm there to win, too, not the same people. The atmosphere is very stressful when this goes on cheating. Um, so this person's kind of has a similar experience as, uh, what's her name? Ethel, was that the person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, only, I think she's like blaming both the workers that are playing at the same time and uh computers for cheating um so not too sure how they're gonna go about proving that one but uh, well she's trying to call him the bingo inspector yeah. <laughs> i sort of got i'm gonna call the city bingo inspector and he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna sit through a game and he's gonna tell he's gonna confirm my my suspicions mm-hmm. you guys are cheating so uh let's see Who's next? Monique Okra and Two Star Land. Right here. Monique Okra says two stars. Not like it used to be. So uh, apparently it used to be pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And now it's not. So. Uh, or maybe it, since it's two stars, maybe it used to be a one star. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It could be it could be any way since it's not definitively really good or really bad. So mm-hmm. um, you want to read the next one? PSPS. Yeah, this is a four star. Uh, Been going there for many years. Always a fun time. It's more fun when you yell bingo. (laughs) So you got to yell it. That makes it fun. Yeah, I don't. I mean, isn't that what you're supposed to do? Yeah. yeah. You got a bingo, but you don't tell anybody. So you just like sit there. (laughs) You you didn't win. Like, like, what the hell? I didn't get my prize, but I got a bingo. Just He's been say. going there for many years, but he just realized, he just recently realized it's more fun when you yell bingo. Yeah, because, well, then you get stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it, he doesn't even say if you have a bingo. So if you just like get sit down, you're like, bingo. Yeah, that makes it fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where are we at for time? Uh, 42 minutes. How many emails do we have? uh three let's go let's do the listener stuff i think we'll save uh domino's pizza for the next one (laughs) all right everybody get excited for that yeah for domino's pizza um okay so we're starting with joseph on on our listener reviews and if you want to send an email in to one star cast uh you can send us an email at one star cast at gmail.com Yeah. By the way, th- shout out to everybody who uh, who got us in their their Spotify year in review. Yeah. Big shout out to all all y'all. We love that. Cool. Pretty uh, cool to see that. Yeah. I'm glad that uh, people uh, listen to our uh, show about about uh, ostensibly about people that can barely write. So um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we we do get a one hundred dollar bonus from Spotify every time we make it into someone's top five. <laughs> yeah, so. well, it's a it's a hundred dollar bonus to zero, and they do like a multiply thing, so we actually just don't get any money. But still, yeah, the the we did we did get money, but it uh, it all got redirected to Joe Rogan for some reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> Joseph says hi, Jack and Nolan. Love the podcast. Attached are some reviews for a liquor store called Castleberry Liquor north of orlando florida uh though the liquor store is owned by an odd character named bez believe which is a pretty good name i don't know how to how to exactly describe bez believe other than an enthusiastic resident of south florida with a musical gift i hope you'll watch the attached music videos that contain the following subject matter plus they're really funny the university of central florida shaquille o'neal the joker and a tour of his liquor store I hope these videos offer an in-depth understanding of Bez Believe, the owner of Castleberry Liquor. Let's take the liquor store tour really quick. Let's see. Let's see what's going on here. Oh, hold oh, on. This guy's add. popular. This has over a million views. Oh, really? <laughs> the Shaq one does. Are you on the oh, Shaq? Oh, so it actually has Shaq. He actually got Shaq in the video. I I guess. I see. Yeah. Uh, I have an ad. So let me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> 
Does the one that you're watching start with dip set a whole bunch? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the guy has a shirt that says Bez Believe on it, too. <laughs> it's, um... Yeah, I thought this was going to be some no-name guy, but it seems like he's pretty big. 120k subscribers? Yeah, he's... Uh, just a guy who owns a liquor store? I don't really understand. <laughs> There's like fucking alarms and shit going off in this. Oh my god. Yeah, this is cool. This uh Yeah, so I think I have a decently a good understanding of this guy. I want to watch the other videos, but I don't want to do it on the air so we're not just like laughing at videos. Right. Um, yeah, it's kind of a cool way to a cool way to sort of watch it watch a video. Yeah. Just hear the reactions. Just being like, like ha ha. But yeah, no, this guy seems very cool. <laughs> Um, okay, so we're starting off with, uh, a review from Chris Denchek from, for, uh, Castleberry Liquor. I guess maybe I should give a little bit of a description of Bez Believe. Um, he is a man who, uh, has a t-shirt that says his name on it with a ton of tattoos. He's like a white boy, uh, but he goes by Bez Believe. He's got, he's a very boastful personality and loves having, uh, celebrities on his, uh, on his YouTube channel to, for some reason. So uh, who wouldn't, who wouldn't love having celebrities on YouTube, on their that, YouTube channel? That's true. But yeah, so Chris Denchek says one star owner laughed at us when we went in the store and lost our business. Didn't take a serious, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> wasn't knowledgeable on the liquors he sold. <laughs> Avoid this store. So this guy's like, yeah, I went in and the fucking, the owner laughed at us. <laughs> Doesn't really go into detail as to like why, <laughs> but uh <laughs> the next one's really good you want to read that one nolan yeah that's from james who's a, who's a local guy he says uh the man who answered the phone told me if i can't find the product i'm looking for then i need to adapt <laughs> which is just like like life advice basically it is yeah well this guy's kind of a, i guess he's kind of a life life advice yeah, guy he's, maybe. he's kind of a life coach life co <laughs> yeah <laughs> The best life coaches are ones who like own a liquor store and have a YouTube rap channel. Yeah, that's true. Oh, dude, the Joker one looks crazy. It's a music. Oh, so he's like a rapper. Okay, and the yeah, the name of this music video or this the song is "Why So Serious," and it's the Joker in a fucking like in military garb doing like a zombie walk. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. this is insane. Oh, okay. I really need to stop watching these. Yeah, this Joker one is too much. <laughs> Honestly, not too horrible of a rap. I mean, like, he's just like a very mediocre rapper, I guess, but nothing like offensively bad. I've heard some really shitty rappers. So, yeah, I guess um, it's got high production value, I guess. I mean, like, I mean, he clearly recorded it in like a studio um, and yeah, like he's got basic he can like he can like keep a rhythm. So, you know, I, I it he's just got two like pretty basics of rap down. I don't know what his lyrics are like and obviously making jokes where or songs where he's the Joker is a little bit cringe. So I don't yeah, know. Here he's like in the bathroom on the toilet and he's got why so serious written on the wall. behind yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. Like blood. Yeah. No, he's a weirdo. <laughs> That's for sure um do you want to take uh, or i'll take mimi morales's uh review here it says two stars only place open during storm slash lrma is that a irma, irma. hurricane irma. irma yeah hurricane irma oh shit I why forgot. would that be two stars shouldn't that be maybe it should be five stars because it's the only place open in case you need to get alcohol during the storm so uh yeah it doesn't really add up I don't, I don't, yeah i don't really understand maybe one star for being open i guess i don't know mm-hmm um do you want to read the next one from regina mm -hmm. yeah regina says uh one star and this is from yelp yep uh okay i'm fairly i'm generally fairly open-minded about liquor stores that's weird so, that's a weird thing to be open-minded <laughs> yeah, about that's a cool intro <laughs> uh, that should be like a, yeah that sounds, sounds like like a dating app bio <laughs> Or like uh, somebody, like a rejection text. Okay, normally I'm really open-minded about other people's uh, likes and dislikes, but yeah. Yeah, but uh, when you have young, drunken, almost underaged females behind the counter with an older guy, looks suspect. 
uh, blasting music in the store, and then a man who was in the store asks me for food after I walk outside. <laughs> really fix the clientele. <laughs> That's a really a, gr- a great thing to ask somebody to go out to and be like, hey, can I have some like food? <laughs> and like, yeah, yeah. Like somebody who came out of a liquor store with like alcohol in their hands. They're like, yeah, you, could I get some food from you maybe? Uh huh. Well, it's not a food store, so you got to get the food somewhere. Exactly. Else. That's what I, I'd be like. Maybe go to the like the restaurant and hang out there. Um, yeah. Okay. The next review comes from first name, last name, who says two stars. The prices are decent, but they don't wear masks. And the guy behind the the register was coughing and not covering his mouth. In this day and age, things like that should not be happening. June twenty fifth, twenty twenty. Um, so this dude just says it's like employees with COVID not wearing masks, just like coughing their lungs out at the liquor store. Dude sounds really cool. Yeah, it's kind of a Joker move, I guess. Yeah, I guess he is the Joker. Why so serious? Awesome. Uh. You want to read the the next one from Elizabeth? The- yeah, this is a, a Yelp. I think it's yeah. Is this yeah? It's, yeah, it's Yelp. Yelp. I think uh, that's a five stars. Um, it's all- this liquor. St- What's that? I was just gonna say it's the first to review on this 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 uh, place. Oh yeah, the very first one. Um, this liquor store carries all the major brands along with up and coming brands such as New Amsterdam and Three Olives. Damn, I love up and coming liquor brands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, what sets Castleberry Liquors apart is the great customer service and late hours. American-owned business with employees that will help you get what you need for the best price, but also have a conversation with you. <laughs> That's very important. Yeah. <laughs> uh, open till 2 a.m. on Fridays and Saturdays, 1 a.m. on Thursdays, and 12 a.m. every other night. So that's pretty good. And then uh, there's a picture attached of... Uh, presume and, and someone and some else. guy definitely it's not the owner unless the owner changed to this this uh uh bez believe guy um yeah i don't think so but they're just hanging out in the aisles of the yeah of the store which is kind of a cool kind of a cool photo to post i'm kind of a little befuddled by american owned business because it's a liquor store like what it's it's not like a chain i don't know what they're fucking talking about yeah if it was a like, yeah, wouldn't you assume that any, like, standalone business in America would be an American-owned business? Yeah, it's like, you know, like, bodegas in parts of, like, Brooklyn or whatever have, like, Yemeni owners, but they're still, like, <laughs> American citizens as far as I'm aware. So I don't know. <sighs> yeah, just driving around a, a city in the United States being like, I can't find any American-owned business. Yeah, looking for a fucking, like, 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 sign on out front that says american owned in front of the the liquor store and just just fucking driving yourself insane yeah that is kind of strange yeah i just love up and coming brands <laughs> oh man well thanks joseph for those uh reviews i really i'm gonna check out the shack video after we're done recording because that, that one does sound pretty funny yeah that was definitely had the, had the most views because you know it had shack. yeah it had shack in it okay so the next one is a uh, email that says in the subject, Phil Collins sus submission. And it comes from Rico and they say, hi, Nolan Jack says new listener from the Jersey shore here. Can't tell how happy I was. Can't tell you how happy I was to discover an entire podcast dedicated to a sick pleasure. I once thought only I harbored plunging into the depths of the wild west of the internet, unmoderated and untamed Google reviews. And hearing the screeds of all American folks like Pappy Waldroff and Mr. Drive Sober feel pressed to e howl. <laughs> That's a classic Mr. Drive oh, Sober. Fuck, That's a I, deep cut. He changed his name, dude. I, cause I keep seeing his reviews, but it's like he's, he changed his name <laughs> to something else, and I really am mad that he did that. Yeah. Uh, sincerely, thanks for all the laughter, especially during such a fucked up time. Well, thanks for listening, Rico. We really appreciate it. Um, I've got a lot of catching up on episodes to do, and it just occurred to me that I've got a great submission for y'all right from my hometown. The Torms River Diner is the quintessential local infamy kind of spot, one that's been the stuff of surreal 3 a.m. gross out legends and suburban horror stories for years now. Many of which I remember from as far back as middle school and many of which were definitely a thing years before that. Uh, it's Google reviews tells its story. Well, attached some screenshots of my favorites. Thanks for it, y'all. Okay. It says, take a look and thanks again for laying it down in comedy. Town. <laughs> happy, happy to do it. Happy to, yeah. Happy to, to, uh, to be here for your listening pleasure. 
you want to take the first one from C, Nolan? Yeah, C is a local guide. Uh, one, uh, one star. Only good thing about coming here was the waitress and food, which seemed like pretty major <laughs> what, aspects. Of the what experience. else are you going to a restaurant? Whatever. <laughs> the the only good thing at that restaurant was the food <laughs> yeah. and the waitress, which is like the other half of the sh- what? Whatever, man. I don't I don't know what this person. Yeah. Well, just you wait. Uh, the management was the most disgusting, rude, vulgar, and horrible people I've ever met. <laughs> Uh, I came here with some people after our friend's wake. Oh, no. Wow. It was uh, it was 10.01 p.m. when we were getting ready to leave, and we were sorting out everything to ensure we packed up everything before paying. The owner slash manager decided it was smart to slam his hand while cussing about how rude we were and how annoying it was that, quote, Every night they finish food and never leave. We have clear hours of when we close. I'm sick of this. <laughs> Then, as we all pay, he smiles and tries joking with us. He is a disturbed man who belongs being unseen by the public. That sounds like a pretty ridiculous, like, escalation there. I don't understand why they needed to include that they went to a friend's wake prior to go. I guess maybe to be like they were grieving. Also, what are they talking about with when we were getting ready to leave and we were sorting out everything and ensured we packed up everything before paying? What are you packing up? <laughs> Yeah, they unpacked a lot of like luggage and oh, yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's like, like, did you bring like a suitcase? What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, normally I, I like on the time stuff, I side with the employees, but I guess it is a little, a little crazy to be mad that they're already in the restaurant <laughs> and they're, they just, they're just leaving one minute late. Yeah, and but to be like every night they finish food and never leave, and we have clean, clear hours of when we close. I'm sick of this. Just kind of being a baby, whatever. I just, yeah. I think it's funny to be like. Well, there's got to be a big countdown clock on the wall. Like you have to finish your food. In five we are minutes. closed. It's like a big, uh, like over like the, oh my gosh, intercom speaker thing. Get out yeah. now. I have to do that. I had to do that at the bar when I was DJing. To be yeah, like, well, it's sort of like last call, but for food. Exactly. All right, ladies and gentlemen of whatever this place is called again. What was this place? Uh, oh, my goodness. Tom's Tom's Diner. Yeah, Tom's, Tom's River, River Diner. Yeah. Attention, customers of Tom's River Diner. We are closed. That means you can't stay here. You have to go home. Put down the food. Put down the food <laughs> and walk away. Finish your drinks and get the hell out. That's what Pack I Pack up your suitcases. <laughs> It was really fun to be like the closing time guy at a bar because it's 2 a.m. and everybody's all fucked up. So you can just say whatever you want, and like berate people. Get the fuck out of the bar. Stuff like that over the microphone. It's good. Yeah, I feel like a cool move that I wish was sort of a trend that would catch on is like at any bar that has touch tunes. I think people should I think you should um, people should just buy uh, the song closing time. It played at like 10 p.m. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that'd be really funny. I remember one time somebody requested that I play that at the end of the night, which would have been like an hour later, but I just played it next and he got really mad at me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. You want to, I'll take the next one from Caitlin. It says, um, one star. Every time I went, the waiter was covered in sweat, looked like he was on drugs and always waited for the food. <laughs> <laughs> look if i have to wait any amount of time at all i'm gonna be pissed <laughs> well you always have to wait for food <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's no food that you don't have to wait for. also this guy's like problem with the waiters like he was sweaty like some people just sweat dude it doesn't mean they're on drugs <laughs> oh my god dude um you want to read don go yeah don is, gives it a two star uh, artificial crab meat bus person was picking her pimples in main Ugh, dining area that's gross what is bus person that's that sounds very like weird they, like bus the tables i think oh okay i thought they were meant, meant like somebody who was like lived on a bus but <laughs> yeah. i don't know uh I, and then i like the artificial crab meat which is definitely supposed to be its own sentence but it's just split up by two spaces <laughs> that's pretty good yeah artificial crab meat bus person yeah. <laughs> was picking your pimples in main dining area yeah oh man okay the next the last one comes from olga they say one star great experience we will be back we grew up here always in tom's river diner 
Uh, so I lost lost the 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 the, the thread, I guess, on um, how the star system works here. Yeah, I like the we grew up here. <laughs> Which, and then you think, well, they can't literally mean they grew up there, but then the next sentence is always in Tom's yeah. River Diner. So it seems that, to, to, it seems, it stands to reason that this person literally grew up in this diner. Yeah. <laughs> and now they turn into a motorcycle because that's what their AVI is. So. Yeah, they were, yeah, they've been in Tom's River Diner ever since they were a tricycle. <laughs> and now they're a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the natural progression of life as a bike you start as a tricycle and then you're an adolescence you're a bike and then when you're, an you're adult, a bike with training wheels yeah and then you're and then you you're like young adult you're still you're just a regular bike and then as you get older you grow an engine which is like your frontal lobe as a bike so yeah damn speaking of that I, I was watching have you seen that show uh turbo teen from like the 80s uh no i don't it's think about so. like a kid it's about a teen i guess who can transform into a car <laughs> Uh, I don't, I've never even heard of that show. That's very funny. It's real bad. It was. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't watching much of it, but I saw the a, a little bit on on YouTube. Oh my god, that sounds incredible. I I need to check that out. That sounds very funny. It's like Transformers, but instead of robot, it's just a guy. <laughs> it's like it's like Animorphs, but the instead of an animal, it's a car. <laughs> Yeah, they kind of merged those two concepts. Yeah, it's like anim- Animorphs and Top Gear mixed together. Um, okay, well, thank you, Rico, for those reviews. We really appreciate them. And topping off today is our friend Gavin. And Gavin says, here are some Google reviews of American folk legend, folk music legend Woody Guthrie's childhood home, a building that no longer exists. It's a patch of grass across the street from a Sonic restaurant now. <laughs> so... <laughs> Woody Guthrie's childhood Sonic restaurant. (laughs) Dude, if I live, if my house was across the street from the Sonic restaurant, I'd be fucking, that'd be so awesome. That's the shakes every day, dude. I wonder if that's the case for the Sonic guys because they go there so often. (laughs) Maybe it's because they live across the street. But they, instead of just walking and like going into that little picnic area, they just like drive their car across the street every day. Yeah, it's kind of like that scene in uh, in uh, Toy Story yeah. or Toy Story 2 where he's like, I can't believe I have to drive all the way to work on a Saturday and he just drives across the street. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a classic Toy Story 2 that, reference. That's a classic reference right there. Yeah. Um, uh, do you want to take the first review here? They asked from Victor who says five stars. Uh, home is gone, but a tree sculpture stands on the land and is very photo worthy. Is that a sculpture? It just or, looks, yeah, or just a tree. I was gonna say, it just kind of looks like a dead tree. <laughs> like, I don't. I mean, there's no branches, and there's like holes in it, I guess. But it doesn't look yeah, like I, anything. I, it's not really a. I don't. I don't, I don't know. As, I wouldn't define this as a sculpture, nor would I define this as photo worthy. It just looks like a piece of trash. <laughs> I need to get a closer look on that. Yeah, one. I need to be up close and personal with that a little bit. A closer look, uh, Seth Meyers. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe he'll do a segment on the on the Woody Guthrie tree um, sculpture. I'll go ahead and just forward Gavin's email to uh, Seth Myers' personal email and say, "Hey, can you do a closer look at this?" Um, Seth at at, at uh, NBC.com. Well, it's Seth M at gmail.org. So, oh, he's a gmail.org yeah. kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He he got a Gmail address before they changed it to .com. So yeah, speaking of Seth, this next so, yeah, one. this next one's from Seth Brown and Seth says five stars. Where is the home? There is grass. I hope Woody did not live in the grass <laughs> would still recommend the visit. I don't know why you would recommend the visit to an empty field. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause you can go to Sonic. afterwards. <laughs> That's true. I mean, we didn't see the house, but there was Sonic cross street. Sonic blast was pretty good. And I really like my route 44 cherry limeade. So uh, mm-hmm. all around five stars. <laughs> oh man um do i take the last one from don yeah yeah don is a local guide he says five stars <laughs> awesome service food was great <laughs> so clearly a review for the sonic across the street yeah oh man but yeah it sucks that uh it sucks that they bulldozed woody guthrie's childhood home kind of weird that it's still marked on google images but whatever uh, I've been doing this thing recently where I've just been submitting random gas stations and neighborhoods 
uh, and seeing how long they'll last on Google uh, Google Maps. Um, there was one in Omaha that I put in like West o- West Omaha, and it was uh, there for two months. So <laughs> just like you just did, you say it was like a like a it was like a Casey's. Casey's or yeah, <laughs> I literally did. Um, it was like the neighborhood across the street from my parents' house. <clears throat> It's fun. I, I I clearly have a lot going on in my life right now. So, yeah, I hope nobody got fooled by it. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I wanted though. I kept checking the like the business page to see if it got reviewed or anything. Like one star, like not doesn't exist or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, but it never did, and then it just went away one day. So somebody must have just reported it as being fake. Yeah, well, that's a cool, um, just kind of another cool example of how well moderated the Google. Yeah. <laughs> services you could pretty much just say yeah there's a casey's here it's you i don't need to provide any proof or even an address i literally yeah. just dropped a pin and was like yeah it's there like <laughs> yeah oh man okay well thanks gavin for those reviews and i think that'll do it for today's episode nolan wow um, we, another another great episode in the books 97 of them in the bag can what, what what i can't wait to see what happens on episode 100 so uh, I don't know if anything different is going to happen, but you know, <laughs> something will probably happen. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's unlikely that we'll just sit in silence for an that hour. That would be really funny though. Just like, <laughs> and then that, and that would be a happening in, in and of itself. So. Episode 100, an hour of, con- of an hour of silent contemplation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we Maybe still we could just like, we still have to like eat chips the whole time. <laughs> yeah, directly was, into the mic. I was going to say, we're still on Skype with each other, but we're not talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just the occasional like uh like burp like, or like <clears throat> sip of a, of a drink yeah and then yeah like halfway through like another drink opens up and you can hear the so anyway that'll do it for this episode we will t- see you guys on the next one goodbye <laughs>